Hello and welcome to the Making Mommy Move show where we help other moms to feel empowered to create a business while raising their kids. I am your host, Alyssa Morton, author of Welcome to the Room Mama. As a mom of two kids under two years old, I built five businesses before I was 26. On this show, we like to bring you a variety of moms in different phases and stages to share their stories, heart-learned lessons, and shed light into how they built their own successful businesses while raising their families. Tune in every week as we spotlight a new empowering mompreneur to help you on your journey of mompreneurship and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform so you never miss an episode. Let's get into it. We've got a very special guest on the podcast today. Mia Frankel is podcast host of Powerful Incorporated Startup Stories. We talk all things starting a business, especially while growing your own family. Mia has fallen in love with female startups and getting them to focus and get shit done while having fun, loving ourselves, and creating fantastic friendships and community that brings in the money. She's so honored to be here, and I'm so excited to have this conversation with her. Let's get into it. Mia, welcome to the room, Mama. I'm so excited to have you on the Making Mommy Moo Show today. Hi, Liz. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Spend some time hanging out with you. (laughs) I know. I think we met from Kylie Kelly's business bundle that she did. So I'm excited to connect with you again. We had talked on the phone and you told me that this is your very first podcast interview ever. That I'm so excited to have the honor of doing that. I know you have your own podcast. So can you tell us a little bit about that before we jump into our conversation today? Oh, yeah. So my podcast um, was just this, like, idea that I had to pull back the curtain on what it means to start a business. Because out in the online world of marketing, um, you know, we're seeing all the shiny stuff, and I wanted to see the not shiny stuff and Mm -hmm. hear those stories to encourage people to... um, not feel alone and to just go for it anyway and know that what they're going through is normal. Um, and also to um, remind us that even though we're solopreneurs, we don't actually have to do it alone. And we're not the only ones, you know, going through what we're going through. And it's been a hoot. And I started um, three months ago and I've done over 20 interviews. <laughs> it's been crazy. Um, and created a fun community out of it and it's completely raw like it's not a a fancy show at all Um, it's very authentic sort of out of the basement type of situation because I just wanted to do it and I didn't want to let anything get in my way I love it and I think that that is like a testament to everybody listening that you don't have to have it perfect you don't have to have it figured out like just start messy and that's with everything So I want to hear more about your come up idea for the podcast for your business and what your startup situation was like, because we all have different, I guess, how do I say this? We all have different lifestyles. We all have different like issues going on and struggles in our life. So I'm curious what some of your struggles look like and how you overcame them like when you're starting up. Oh, the struggles. (laughs) Time management. (laughs) That's a big one for all of us. Like, you know, sometimes you wake up early and you're going to start getting stuff and then your kid wakes up and there goes your morning. (laughs) Pretty much, Um, right? But we hear this 
ad nauseum, um, you know, on the internet mindset. And it, <laughs> it, unfortunately or not, really does come down to that. And um, it's making those decisions and committing to seeing something through. And what's really helped me is what my service is. Like I'm an organizer, basically, for all simplicity. I just help people be organized with what they have to do in their business. And then there's empowerment and coaching that goes along with it. So um, having to be a product of the product and really organize myself has helped me now um, sort of become this, my own like boot camp instructor in the business. So um, if you like to work out or when you work out, whenever that is, which isn't, you know, necessarily often for me, but my favorite type of workout is to just show up and be what I call barked at for an hour or however long it is. So I don't have to make any decisions. I don't have to do any independent thinking. I, I just have to fulfill what I'm being told to fulfill. And I've now set up my business to kind of operate in that way so that in those gaps of time between being a mom and an employee and an and an and, I can just jump in and bang some stuff out and then move on to the next. And that's moving the needle forward. It's all tied into a bigger strategy um, that helps me continue to build the momentum in my business. Oh, I love this. And I love that you brought this up because we all have to like know ourselves so well to be able to eliminate the issues that come up. Like for me, it's my phone. Mm -hmm. Like I reach for it before I even realize I'm grabbing it before you know what I'm sucked in. So you have to like create mm -hmm. systems around like your own behavior and create habits mm -hmm. that allow you to be able to move the needle forward in your business. So can you go in a little bit deeper about how you actually created that kind of environment for yourself? So what does that actually look like? Like as far as being barked at, like, do you have a coach? Do you set up something? Like, what does this look like? Um, I, you know, you kind of have to be your own coach. And that's not to say don't work with a coach. I mean, they're amazing and they will show you things that you can't see. But at the end of the day, who's responsible for your business? You are. Who's responsible for getting the stuff done or not? You are. Maybe your team member, but you're responsible for them as well. Um, and so this is where I'm really passionate because it's been my lived story of establishing these habits and getting into that frame of mind at the beginning so that you don't have sort of more work of, of reprogramming to do later. Um, and so my, I've always been an organizer, like, and, and a record keeper and a person who pays attention to detail and apparently somebody who can really help others, what I call dude focus. <laughs> Um, but I, yeah, it's like, what do you do? I, I'm your dude focus. <laughs> I need that too. I get overwhelmed too. And there's been times where like, I've, I've logged into a client's business and I'm like, oh my God. So being organized helps us, well, helps me and probably you, my busy moms feel like gets the things out of the brain and gets things on an automation. And an example that I'm in like loving the use of right now is like when we go to the grocery store and we buy ice cream, we know that it's going in the freezer when we get home. Like there's no if, ands, or buts about it. And these are the types of um, 
like processes that we want to implement so that we can just jump to it. So what that looks like for me is so freaking simple because I'm a mom. I'm, I still have a job. I still have a life. I still have, you know, a number of, of different things going on outside of the business and it's me. And so I need something that's going to work for me, by me. And I've been using a Google spreadsheet and you can set up different tabs. So I have um, my year set up month by month, sometimes two months together. And I just keep a running list of what I need to do. And it's all directed by the higher goal of that month. So this month, it's visibility, it's getting myself out there, it's looking for speaking opportunities, it's, it's, you know, promoting, um, hosting a class on how to organize the back end of your business, and just pumping, pumping, pumping that out to bring more leads in. And the big concept that I'm speaking to in this is that the actions, the smaller daily actions tie in to the larger strategic outcome. When we go and get groceries, we're doing it to feed our family for the week, let's presume, I I weekly shop. So I'm thinking about that entire week's worth of food, kids lunches, quick meals, the schedule in the evenings, the breakfasts in the mornings, and putting it all together. So we can think of our business in that way as well, but maybe over a month time frame that builds to three, but then builds up to the 12. And that is how we create really specific, good return on time actions to really move things forward. And you know, how this system works for you is going to be different based on what your styles are. Like, um, I I love Google Docs because it's on my phone, it's on my computer, it's on any browser, on any computer I log into. And I need that portability because I'm always all over the place. Um, But it could be a journal that you keep and just take with you. And, and I still have that in my day planner. But now instead of keeping a running list by week, I keep it at the back. And I just update the dates. Right. So then we're just we're moving things forward. We're keeping track. We're emptying the brain. Oh, that holds so much in it as it is. And helping our business work for us instead of running us. I love this. And I love the way that you went as specific as you possibly could to give us real life examples so that like people learn from examples and stories. Like I think that you can find parallels in your own life to see like, oh, Google Docs works for her, but Asana works for somebody else and Airtable and like finding all the different Mm -hmm. tools, resources out there and like the ways that you can systemize them. And like to geek out a little bit, I love that you're tracking everything in the Google Sheet because then it makes it really easy for as your business grows to create standard operating procedures and Mm -hmm. everything else that you need to be able to scale your business so that you Mm -hmm. can take it to new levels or add team members and delegate as needed. So there's so many like levels to this that I love. (laughs) You just hit the activate button. (laughs) I know I love systems. (laughs) Because here's the thing we're we're building a business, right? Uh And that business needs to exist with or without you because presumably you want to go on vacation 
maybe you want to sleep in, maybe, you know, you want an offer to sell um, while you're sleeping or at your kid's sports game, right? So we, we need to, and scale is so important. Like, where are we going, right? What is the bigger vision with this business? And how are you going to help your business do that for you? And creating these things, while they're often not the sexy or desired side, and or you want to pay somebody to do them, well, my love, you are that person for now. And in order to get there, you're going to have to figure some of this stuff out. And it's going to make you a better CEO in the future, because you'll be able to provide better leadership, you'll have a very tangible um, involvement and knowledge of your business. And then you can continue to um, like direct others in building it out so that like you maintain that ownership, but can delegate uh, some of the execution. And so what that means, because this is all kind of oh, getting a little heady, <laughs> a little wordy, you, you, can, you can build a very... Um, like large revenue generating business in very simple ways. And this is what I found. So I was trained as an online business manager and that really hit all of the key things I love of like the chaos control and the systemizing and like the cleaning up of files and naming conventions and folder structures and templates and like that whole entire world. Um, if you've ever, like, I guess Marie Kondo is, is the, you know, pop culture example. Yeah, but for internet. <laughs> <laughs> so she's well known. So all the stuff that she does is, um, so I guess, somewhat akin to what an online business manager can do. Like they can manage all the chaos and keep it tidy and clean and flowy. And, but in that, in that line of work, in that specific label, um, it just... <sighs> It, it was a bit, it was still a bit too much. Like it was still a bit overwhelming with, you know, the minutia that can be involved. And this is where I started stretching and creating way more simpler systems for women like us, because I am a woman like us. And again, solopreneur, mom, job, etc. things. So in this simple system that, you know, people can fine tune to themselves, like, at the end of the day, just organize yourself is, is what I'm all about. Organize yourself and, hey, I've got this wicked system, this wicked template that you can use and or customize, but I just encourage you to organize yourself because it will remove decision fatigue. It will remove, again, like the, the weight of the spinning hamster wheel in the brain, and it will maximize the time that you have when you do have time to work on your business. Oh, yes. Thank you, Mia. Thank you for sharing that with us because that was so good. So tell us a little bit more about what it was like in your startup, like when you're trying to make connections, when you're trying to market oh, your business, you're trying to balance everything. Because when you're first starting, you've got this overload of everything that you have mm -hmm. to do. And it's hard to prioritize exactly where you mm -hmm. need to be. And there's so many places we could be right now, whether it's on social media, all the different social media platforms, mm -hmm. trying to get a speaking engagement, trying to go on podcasts, like, what does it look like for you and how do you prioritize these things and know where you should be? Yeah, there's time for everything, but not all at the same time. Right? Yeah. It's like <laughs> you can do anything you want, but you can't do everything by yourself. 
but not all at the same time. So it was chaos. It's still chaos, but it's more flowy now because like we're learning a new skill, right? As startup entrepreneurs, we're learning a new skill because we have this burning, beautiful, love-filled passion that we want to serve to the world, but we don't necessarily know how to run a business. They're not the same thing. They're just They're not. not the same thing, you guys. And so, um, you know, I could have air quotes wasted a lot of time. I can say, you know, looking back, I, I could judge my my journey that way. Um, but <laughs> you you do figure it out if you practice and you know, I'm I'm such the cliche of having followed every single shiny object and then all the other shiny objects of that shiny object to <laughs> the ends of the universe because it's it's like discovering Narnia. Like you've walked into this new reality and you're blown away. And and like for me, I'm I, I could learn as a profession if you can make money doing that. <laughs> and so I'm like, I wanted to explore everything forever, but there was this term I came across that kind of hurt at first, and it was procrastinate learning, and I was like, oh yeah, what? No, what? What's wrong with that? Um, but I get it now. So, you know, <laughs> surrender was huge for me because Type A control, organize, Capricorn process, very very heavy masculine. And I had to learn to surrender to myself and to soften and to take the pressure off myself. Like I'm a push, push, push. And another one of my favorite taglines is lean in, hear this part. If you hear nothing else, we want more pleasure, not pressure, more pleasure, not pressure. So let that be the underlying current when you're looking at what to do is how can I bring in more pleasure and less pressure? So getting things established, you know, you have to be clear on what you want. And for me, um, I thought I was really sold on this OBM journey and then that's evolved. And now year three, I am really freaking clear on what I'm here to do. I'm here to help women organize their business and bring in this, you know, softer feminine coaching side of it, because I just, I have this teacher intuitive healer part of me and I can see how those two pieces fit together. And that's just happened very recently. And I wouldn't have known that on day one. So, you know, like weight loss, you have to show up and do it fairly consistently, more consistently than inconsistently over a long period of time. And then you start to figure things out. And finding community is helpful, finding um, leaders that I felt aligned with, that um, also could provide opportunities. So I'm talking about collaborations um, and, you know, fine tuning things like the way that I organized my business three years ago is very different from how I organize it now. And I have to evolve. So I have to be non-attached to what I'm doing specifically because the higher um, strategy is where am I going to right so it's it's here's what I want to create but how I get there I have to be fluid in exploring and changing as I go so like nobody's got it figured out right out of the box 
nobody's got it figured out five years in. And I don't mean that in the cliche sense, because you might hear that a lot online. It's just like raising kids. You know, you're going to have a baby. You know, you're going to love them to bits and pieces that you're just going to want to explode. But you don't know what it's going to be like when they wake you up at 3 a.m. Guilty. <laughs> or when they won't put it at 10 p.m. <laughs> or when they push the boundaries or when they reach for, you know, extra food or when they take the car out without asking. So like look at business in a similar way to parenting and come at it with like love and compassion for yourself that you're doing a great job in the grand scheme of things and that you are building something amazing. But, um, you know, it, it does take a bit of time. And just like for me, it's just been really trusting and building my own confidence by practice, by showing up um, and by finding ways to be more consistent. Because that was a big hold up is like I was just start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. And, um, you know, that's part of my process and that's fine. I'm going to get there no matter how long it takes and no matter what it takes, but not in a going to, you know, burn myself out along the way either. You brought up a really, like a lot of really good things here that I feel like we need to just. That's a lot. (laughs) Because I feel so seen, Mia. Like so seen. Like you said that like as your business grows like the way that you started in year one is not how it looks now in year three and you've changed and you've shifted directions you pivoted and you brought up the idea of like the shiny object syndrome because as an entrepreneur we have all of these ideas and we want to just jump on all of them and that's my problem like I have so many ideas that I'll like I'll get like 60% through something and then the consistency follows through isn't there so then Mm -hmm. you jump to a new idea because you have all of these amazing ideas coming up as an entrepreneur and you have the flexibility to do it because nobody's like you don't have a boss saying like no you can't yeah (laughs) so like that's where like the consistency and the follow-through and the organization really need to come in and being able to bark at yourself to say stop going after that idea follow through on this one that you already started and see it through because so many of us as entrepreneurs we we exhaust like what we're working on to our current audience. And then we just create more products and we create more offers instead of just following through on that option that you already created. That's already selling well and just expanding the audience instead of trying to create all these new things and jump in a million directions. And you just get disorganized. You lose what you're actually going after. Like (laughs) I know that I experienced that too. Like where you're like, wait a minute, like, I don't even know what I'm doing right now. Like, this isn't aligned anymore. Like, you just are going after new ideas. And it gets discouraging because you're, these um, other offers may not be selling the way that mm-hmm. your core stuff is. So here's my, again, real-world example. McDonald's. What do they sell, guys? What do they sell, Liz? Hamburgers, chicken nuggets. like yeah, Burgers and fries. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> 50 plus years, multi-billion dollar company, burgers and fries, man. Don't make it more complicated. Like this is, again, like coming to simplicity, um, knowing, having a core set of products, like having your hamburger and fries in your business <laughs> that are needed, that are proven and true and serve them. And and then certainly experiment, but not at the expense of your established revenue, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, sorry, yeah, you got to do burpees for X amount of time to 
kickstart the weight loss. Like you just got to get through it. Right. And, and once you have that base, you put yourself in a position where you can experiment a little bit more and go out. Um, you, you know, things are flying and maybe this will all end up sounding crazy, but like Madonna did that disco tech album that was really kind of outside <laughs> of her genre, but she was Madonna at that point. So she could. <laughs> You're you hit the nail on the head. Like, don't abandon your established revenue stream. Like, for McDonald's, like, you wouldn't abandon your hamburgers and fries just because you came up the idea with, like, let's say opening, like, a Shake Shack or something. Like, yeah. keep building the hamburgers yeah. and fries. You've already yeah. got that established. And whatever that yeah. is in your business, whether it's coaching, whether it's yeah. floral design for me, whether it's, you know, it could be mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Don't abandon that because you get a new idea. Follow that one through, grow it until you can't grow it anymore. And then you can start expanding. And I think that this is like the advice that like all of us needs to hear because as entrepreneurs, it really is so easy for us to get distracted and start following through on new ideas and abandon what we think because we think it's not working when all it needs is just more consistency and more time. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, do you think that you just need more time? Yeah. Oh, you're 10. I'm done. Like, no. (laughs) Literally. You got to ride it out and it can feel boring and then you can, but that's up to you, right? Then, then are you really in love with where you started from? And also business hat, is that thing making money? Is it, um, is it successful in the marketplace? Then why mess with it? If it's doing what it's meant to do, then that is a beautiful thing and let it do that. And obviously it's needed. That's it. Like we get so So caught up in our heads. This (laughs) is like, you just got to come back, right? Just come back to simplicity. And again, as a solopreneur, if you don't have a community, go and find one because they're amazing and you bounce things off together and and you'll you'll feel like Liz said so held and seen and you'll be able to problem solve things because it's hard to always see solutions when it's just you doing it. Um, but you know, in the solo, like I'm all about forget solopreneur. Let's collaborapreneur. Let's do mm-hmm. it together. We're building our own businesses together because there's more than enough for everybody. Um, and you know any. Any business should have, this is the business that should have a proven income maker, proven sales maker before they start kind of going too far, but there'll be time for it. But at the beginning, keeping it so simple so that you can do it. That's it. I love this. Thank you for sharing this. Do you have any last words of wisdom, any things that you've learned in your business that you can recommend that people don't do like experiences (laughs) that you're like don't make this mistake I messed up big time like for me it was like using my revenue as like a paycheck and not like dispersing Mm -hmm. everything correctly and I immediately hired a bookkeeper and got everything figured out but like what is like your best learned mistake like best learned lesson that you made in your business well the the well for me it's um making sure that I work with clients that I actually want to work with instead of just saying yes, because I think I need to, to get the money and, or I'm like, you know, Oh, they said yes. So I should say yes. And those nightmare clients 
take you off track. Well, they all come around in a lesson at the end. Um, but you know, they, it's, it's not pleasant <laughs> and maybe you have to do it in order to figure out that you don't want to do that again. Um, but this is, this speaks to saying no, that it's safe to say no. And so this is like not living in that scarcity of just because someone said, yes, I should pursue it. Otherwise my business will never come to fruition. That's crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. It's like the concept of like, I can, but should I like, yes, I can yes. do this, but should I, because we shouldn't, <laughs> not everything. And, and you're more empowered when you know to say no than to give in and say yes and and end up stuck in a situation that's just going to eat up time and energy and detract you you know like client work takes away from business work so when you're doing that client work you really want it to be uh, feeling good and if if you say no to a client then just keep doing business work because guess what guys somebody else is going to come along they want you they're waiting for you and then the other one is just like, be gentle with yourself. Oh my God, <laughs> you know, is this be your own friend, be your own friend. This has been a big lesson for me of like pushing and self-shaming and not good enoughing and all of that. And, you know, at the end of the day, when I die, what's going to have felt good is knowing that I just did what I wanted in my own space and time and made it happen and the little bits in between aren't aren't going to be as significant as they feel in the moment i love this thank you for coming on here today mia because this has been such a invaluable conversation i know i feel so seen i'm sure a lot of the people listening feel the same way because this is the conversation i needed to have today and i think that this is the conversation they need to hear thank you for sharing your wisdom and hard-learned lessons with us and trying to help us skip some steps like if we can skip a year of hard learned lessons because we're learning from you, like it's amazing. Like if we could skip a day of hard learned lessons, it's amazing. So is there any last advice you want to share with our listeners, anybody struggling to build their business and get started? It is a bit of a struggle at the beginning because you're like learning to walk all over again, you know, and when we watch babies learn to walk, we're encouraging and excited. So try to remember that, that you're learning a new skill, even though you're a fully formed adult, you're learning a brand new skill and it will challenge you. And if you know that going in, then you're more ready to deal with what comes and have um, a bit of a more realistic um, expectation of what it's going to be right? Like these overnight successes are tips of the iceberg that we're seeing online. So in creating yours, it's going to take that time that that bottom iceberg has to come first. That's it. So just know that get over yourself a little bit and keep going because there's women out here who are doing the same thing and who want to do it with you and want to help you get it done. Amen. I love this. Thank you again for coming on here with Mia. Can you just share with everybody where they can find you and what your podcast is so they can listen in? Yeah, absolutely. So the the home website is Powerful Inc. And it's P-O-W-H-E-R-F-U-L-L-I-N-C. So it's like power in the her full uh, dot com. Um, and then on Instagram, I'm at Powerful Inc. And on Facebook, it's Powerful Inc. And the podcast is on um 
all the popular podcast players, and it's Powerful Ink Startup Building Stories. Building a business while raising your kids is a thing apart. Women it's like you when on you're there. guided along your journey <laughs> from someone that's walked the walk before you Go and continues listen the there. journey along you know, with I wanted to keep you. I'm growing short, five just, successful they're, they're businesses before I turned 26, earning six figures in my first zero business, and engrossing myself in the entrepreneurial journey with two kids under two. I learned many hard lessons in mindset, time management, productivity, mom guilt, and entrepreneurship. I lay it all on the table for you in my Amazon best-selling book, Welcome to the Room Mama. Pick up your copy with the link in the show notes or at listmorton.com slash book to get all of the resources, bonuses, and mentorship you need to build your six-figure business while raising your family.